Hello, listeners. Thank you all so much for joining me for another episode of the Story Station podcast. I'm Kate McCoy, your host, and today I have the privilege of sitting down and chatting with Laura F. Murphy. How are you? <laughs> Hi, I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Much appreciated. No, thank you for having me. It's nice to, to see people that I normally don't read or, uh, or have heard of. And it's just like, oh, oh, okay. Hi. Because <laughs> usually I, I reach out to a lot of people that's like, oh, I don't want to do this or, oh, thank you for thinking of me. And they're just like, to have someone come to me for once, it's like, yeah. <laughs> I feel very excited. (laughs) Okay, well, anyway, enough of that. So uh, before we really kick things off, please uh, go ahead, introduce yourself again. What it is that you write and anything else you want to (laughs) share. Absolutely. My name is Laura F. Murphy. I'm the author of Contemporary woman's fiction before dawn and young adult series reckless perfection i was born and raised in new jersey now i currently live in florida with my husband growing up i always loved reading i remember my mom always taking me to the library when i was 13 i started creatively writing Mm -hmm. and i was writing a story and i'd bring it to school and my friends would actually write in the margins and from there I just kept writing (laughs) ah that is so dope like okay first of all quick shout out uh because you were in Florida I'm originally from the 239 aka nine for one so got got rep real quick (laughs) I gotta rep my Floridian status because I right now I am in West Virginia and it's just been bonkers but (laughs) so you You miss Florida I do I I'm it's weird can you miss a place but not really miss a place like I miss my peeps that's understandable Mm -hmm. what about you how how you miss in New Jersey or it's just like thank god I ain't gotta go back (laughs) I do miss New Jersey last time I went was in 2016 Mm -hmm. but um my heart is where my family is so my husband's here my brother my nephews here and my parents also they live um, really close too so see and that's just how it is sometimes like I yeah I totally right. get that <laughs> but again you you are under the same umbrella as most of the authors here yeah, you guys have been writing since you were young and now creative mm-hmm. writing and all of those things but you also write YA so for those who aren't familiar how would you explain writing YA and then writing contemporary romance how how are those things even allowed (laughs) so I started writing when I was 13 so I was young so I would write (laughs) about young stuff and Mm -hmm. um, the Reckless Perfection series there's two books that's published and two books that I have written but it's not out it's not published the second Reckless Perfection book, Chasing Ghosts, it takes place when the four main characters are juniors in high school. The third one, I actually skipped two and a half years because I was just tired. I was an adult and I was tired of writing a young adult. So I just skipped two years when they're 19, 20 years old. And mm-hmm. from there, I was just like, okay, I, 
I, I feel like I've outgrown writing young adult. I can't relate <laughs> as much as I can relate right now of writing mm-hmm. uh, about adults. So yeah. How has it been making the switch from young adult to contemporary romance? It actually has been pretty easy. And it's been easy because I it's easier for me to talk about being an adult and talk about those experiences versus being a teenager. Mm-hmm. Especially right right now, I'm 33 years old, so it's hard. I feel like very far removed from high school, so that's why it's easier for me to write about um, emotions, not necessarily experiences, because I haven't gone through everything, obviously, that yeah. um, Max has gone through, but just <laughs> the emotions as yeah, um, has helped. Mm-hmm. I, I can see that. And like you said, you, you haven't experienced everything that they've gone through, but you, you get a sense of your characters. And I think at that point, that's when it really comes into play, really knowing your character. So uh, going into more of your, your romance section, how do you feel as far as those those things that you haven't experienced, but writing them? How, how do you feel you have become at doing that? at writing those things like um before dawn of since you know that's like the book mm-hmm. i'll say that max the main character she has this forbidden romance with tommy who is married mm-hmm. and that's something that i've never experienced i never you know got involved <laughs> with a married man or anything like that so i just try to imagine how i would feel in those moments mm-hmm. and that's how i'm able to get the emotions out and then, of course, also like Max, the character, just knowing her and who she is and what her reactions would be and what she would say or act and react during certain situations. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, when I first started reading this, I'm not going to lie, because of that key part, I was like, I don't want to read this. <laughs> because, I, But then again, I had to remind myself, OK, like this is right. an escape. This is something that people read to escape and I, I I'm glad that I, I talked myself off the ledge of just saying no thank you <laughs> because I do I, appreciate that yeah because I really like the way that you describe those situations and really getting into Max's head was really nice and I like hearing about her her family like right away you start off with the family element and I'm a sucker for family and anything that has like a closeness friendship anything like that I'm a sucker mm-hmm. for it. Um, her her relationship, <laughs> but it it got some it took some getting used to, but it it worked. And I don't want to give anything away, so I'm just going to have you give people like a brief snippet, like you just did actually for this story. And what was it that drew you into writing this story? Okay, so the interesting thing about Before Dawn is I actually wrote it ten years ago. And really? I tried to get it published. Yes. Yeah. I tried to get it published back then. It wasn't working. And I always felt like there was something that was off. So I put it away. Mm-hmm. I started writing on, uh, working on other writing projects. This year, I wanted to publish something since I haven't published anything since 2016 prior to Before Dawn. Mm-hmm. And I pulled it back up. And the funny thing, like, every, it was different. The main character was actually Caucasian. And I said, okay, what if she's biracial? Mm-hmm. And um, because she's Black, her experiences are different. She's not going to have the same experiences as a white woman. Mm-hmm. And that opened up like creative juices <laughs> and 
because it was 10 years old too, I had to bring it to the present. So online dating, the music, social media. Uh, so I revamped the whole thing and it, I wow. was actually really like surprised of um, how much richer the story was just by changing those, um, those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta say that was really cool. And I liked the aspect of her working in a place that, and you know, I shouldn't say that like it's male dominated because most people think that every occupation is male dominated but this one specifically is a male dominated profession and no I'm not gonna say what it is because y'all just gonna have to read the book but (laughs) but I like that dynamic of her actually being able to work and for me that was when the red flags started like I could just start waving them in the air like oh my god girl no and I feel like that's something that you learn as you get older but because Mm -hmm. of the time where she meets this guy (laughs) she isn't aware that and because of her her upbringing too she doesn't really know that so I thought the way that you wrote that was really well done like that that's why you coming from a young adult background I think really works because you were able Mm -hmm. to tap into that and I just I'm floored so (laughs) how how was the whole revamping process like did you revamp how much of the story would you say? (laughs) I went through every single word, every line from chapter one to 14, because again, she's a black woman. So her experiences are going to be different. Mm -hmm. As you know, her, uh, she was adopted by a white woman. Mm -hmm. She was raised in a white family, grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood. So I said, okay, so how does that affect her as a black woman? Mm -hmm. You know, what, you know, in regards to her identity, especially with her, the color of her skin, her hair, her being curvy. And it shows, and you, you know, you read the book. So you yeah. see like even Tommy just being like, oh, okay. Like he doesn't want her to tan because he doesn't want her skin to be too dark. He wants her hair to be straight. So mm-hmm. she like hides her natural curly hair mm-hmm. as well too. So yeah, that co- the book cover though is very telling y'all. Like look at the book cover. <laughs> And that is a story within itself. And that really drew me into the character. And I, I love that. So, wow. So now, is there anything else that you're you're planning to work on? Are we expecting a sequel from Before Dawn? Because I know that's a question a lot of readers want to know. If they really like a story, they're like, so right. uh, where's the sequel? <laughs> right. So for Before Dawn, maybe in the future, mm-hmm. uh, right now, after like I'm done promoting and getting more reviews for Before Dawn, I mm-hmm. want to work on another. Well, I've I've already written The Men in Our Life a few couple of years ago, but I want to go back and revamp it. Mm-hmm. Um, back then I wasn't married, but now I am married, so I'm like, okay, as a married woman, my experiences <laughs> are different, so I'm gonna go through it just like I did with Before Dawn and revamp it mm-hmm. and try to put it out. Yeah, I think, you know what, because it is NaNoWriMo season, I absolutely love the fact that you are not afraid to revamp a story. You're not afraid to go back and look at an old story and say, how can I improve this? How can I make it better? Um, so shout out to you for that. And where where does that even come from? Because 
I have so many whips from, Mm -hmm. I would say 2016. I look at them like once every three months and I'm just like, yikes. And I have to keep reminding myself, I'm not the same writer then. Like, but how, how, how can I save that story? Like, what would you, what advice would you give an author who, who knows that they have whips that have potential, but they're just like, they cringe when they look at those stories. I would say keep writing and keep reading. Uh, One thing I like to do is say if I write, I'll Mm -hmm. put it away for maybe a couple of days and a couple of weeks or Mm -hmm. a couple of weeks and I'll come back to it and I'll read it. And if I really like it, I'm like, okay, this is great. Another thing I do is um, if I'm writing and I'm not, if I'm bored and I'm not interested, then I'll stop writing it and I'll just like completely revamp it. So I'm excited about it and I'm interested in, in what I'm writing. Mm-hmm. so the excitement has to still be there like you still have to be Absolutely. excited yeah because that's one Absolutely. thing I noticed some people they they say oh they still get the warm and fuzzies about it but they at the same time they know it's going to be an undertaking to to get it where it needs to be and I think a lot of people know that and they know that they're probably going to need like developmental mm-hmm. editing and that puts them off on doing it completely <laughs> Right. Okay. So yeah, that that's something to definitely consider. Um, and not just for myself, but for a lot of other authors too. So what is it that you're you're working on? You said that you um right now you're working on another project. Right. So the book it's called The Men in Her Life. It's actually it has three main characters. The mm-hmm. first main character, her name is Kat. She's mm-hmm. in her early 40s and she deals with and she's married. She's happily married with her husband for 19 years. She has a daughter from her best friend from high school, but they had the child when they were in college. It was like a quickie. It wasn't like a relationship or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So and she deals with fertility issues. Then her daughter, Sage, she is and that's loosely based off of me. She's mm-hmm. in her 20s. She's done with. Uh, college she's living at home with her parents and it's just kind of like the post-college blues and just mental health that she goes through Uh, she also deals with her father who Mm -hmm. is in jail Polly and um, the last main character is Brooke Mm -hmm. Brooke and Polly the guy who's in jail uh, they had an intense romance and he got arrested went to jail and he's still in prison when the story starts Mm-hmm. he just doesn't know that they had a child together so wow. it starts off where Brooke goes to that's the um, other character's name she goes to jail to tell him like hey you know we had a son a five-year-old son together so then he starts to um you know figure out a way to get out of jail he doesn't mm-hmm. escape prison or anything like that like, yeah. get out of jail. I was gonna say well, so then- well what did he do <laughs> <laughs> so so it's like Polly's like the central like sage Polly is Sage's daughter. Um, Kat, who's the one who's been married for 19 years and happily married, she and Polly are best friends who had a quickie and had a kid together. And Brooke is the one that got away for Polly. And Brooke is also has a fiance too. Wow. And when she goes to see Polly, all these feelings start to reemerge. So she deals with like, okay, does she stay with her fiance, who's the stable guy? Mm-hmm. Or does she go for Polly, the guy who she has this intense chemistry with? Mm-hmm. Yes, that that is one of the same dilemmas. It's a tale as old as time. 
Absolutely. Well, thank you again so much for joining me today. Please go ahead and let everyone know where they can find you on the interweb, social media. If you have a mailing list, feel free to drop that as well. And um, just let people know where you are, where you be. <laughs> thank you. You guys can find me on Amazon, Goodreads, Instagram at Laura the Writer 07. And you can also find me at my website. It's Laura the Writer as well too yeah well and again thank you so much for joining me today thank you all so much for listening i'm k mccoy your host and we are signing off so thank you guys have a good one bye thank you for having me bye yeah. <laughs>